check out this question. Uh, the second installment of Stranger Things introduced a redhead with a gender-neutral name. What other things can we expect to see stolen from Toy Story? <laughs> Where did this come from? Brunch! Hit it, boys! Well, we've got an action-packed episode today. We've got Randy Havens from the Netflix show Stranger Things. Also, songs. I'll pick three. Pete Blackburn will pick three. Plus, a new segment we like to call We Had a Deal. Let's start with our new segment, We Had a Deal. So, Movie Pass, fucking, here's the headline. The mo- so, we've talked about Movie Pass on here. The It's we've $10 given, a month. We've given Movie Pass the most free promo that it's ever gotten. And what has it given us in return? It's fucked us. Here's the headline. The movie-a-day deal for MoviePass probably won't met, uh, last much longer. So basically, the deal is $10 a month. You can see one movie a day. Amazing deal. We it's love it. It's the best. It's, it's, it came how, out, we like, how the that, fuck can you beat it? Yeah, we were like, that doesn't make sense. It's going to ruin the world, but fuck. Trump's America. The world's ruined anyway. Let's do it. Let's sign up for this. And we have been loving it. Side note, I've only been using it for like a week and a half because it took me a long time to figure out how to use. I did not have location services on my phone. But I didn't say to do that. Yes. Uh, but it has really kind of changed our lives. Uh, it makes seeing bad movies... It makes it sting less. Like, you get to go see the snowman right. and basically see it for free. We never say... And sometimes we'll do this with... Uh, if we have to download a movie or something, we're like... I'm not going to fucking pay. This isn't streaming. I'm not paying for that shit. You don't get that with MoviePass. You just go see that shit for free. Again, I saw Happy Death Day, I think, on back-to-back days, and I'm just totally fine with it. Loved it. That's because that's a great movie. Uh, You know that they they used to... One of the things was that you could not see a movie multiple times on MoviePass. Really? Yeah, but they changed that. Wow. So I'm, I'm reading this story. Apparently, AMC was trying to get out of the the movie pass. Oh, thing. the movie theaters they were, were trying to disassociate from it. So before before uh, it started getting all the all the rave reviews, Movie Pass was fifty bucks a month, and then they dropped it down to ten bucks a month. Yeah, and that's when AMC was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" <laughs> right. Like that's that's less than one ticket usually. Yeah. So I guess a lot of the theaters were pissed when and, they dropped it down to ten bucks a month. But they just. I mean, I've still been using it. I've right, been they kind of living just, at AMC. Me but, and the rats. Just but AMC was trying to get out of it or looking for a way to, to opt out of it. Um, and so I guess that's why now they MoviePass has quietly updated its uh, terms of services. Or they tried to be quiet about it. And then people caught on. They were mm-hmm. like, whoa, whoa, whoa here. Yeah. Uh, so basically, let's pull it up. Uh, the, cha- the terms of service update agreement says MoviePass reserves the right to change the rules of moviegoing attendance and ticket availability to members in connection with the service at any time. MoviePass reserves the right to change from time to time the number of eligible movies a member can see per month. MoviePass reserves the right to offer new- members a new price option if they exceed watching a certain amount of movies per month. That was that was a lot of things. That wasn't the deal. That's the deal not, was that's not $10. What I signed up for. Right. I signed up for the deal that made no fucking sense in the first place because it was so ridiculously good for me. You can't go change it and say like maybe it won't be as good for you. That's not how it works. I've grown accustomed to a certain lifestyle here. Exactly. That's that's my big takeaway is like you th- this thing has changed my life. 
It has changed my life, and now I cannot go I, back. Yes. I will, I will not, not go back. Yes. It's, this will not happen. Yes. No. Uh, but m- this brings me to the question, what is like the, the real do or die here for MoviePass? Like, where are you getting out? Because uh, they could, they could honestly like go back to fifty bucks a month. See, that's the thing. My thing is raise the price, make it thirty dollars a month, and by all means, baby, I'm still doing it. Yeah, absolutely. I'll pay. I'll pay. I'll pay fifty. Yeah. Uh, and because there's a good chance that I'm getting my fucking money back. Right. Exactly. Uh, but like between thirty and fifty, I think is, I'm fine with that. But what I can't deal with is strings attached, though. So like so I'll pay the money. Don't say oh you can't you have to wait a week. Yeah, like no, if, no, no, no. Yeah, no, no. I, I won't do that either. Uh, it, like keep it the way it is. If you want to raise the price, fine. If you want to say that you can't see the same movie multiple times, I'm cool with that too. Like I, I'll if I if a movie is so good that I want to go back and see it again, I'll pay for it the second time. Right. Um, but. Don't don't add on these like these asterisks like hey you can only see uh you can only see a movie a week after it comes out or you can only see it in like this theater. I I want it as accessible as possible even if it costs me more. Right. Uh speaking of movies, it's week 9 and football season is in full swing, which begs the question, how is your fantasy football team doing? Maybe you drafted a dud in the 4th round or your first round pick is on the shelf with a bum knee. The good news is it's not too late to forget the injuries and get back in the winning column with DraftKings one week fantasy football. With DraftKings there are many ways to play. Choose between public contests with big cash prizes or private contests where you can compete against a group of your friends. DraftKings also has beginner and casual contests where you'll play against people of similar skill level. The best part is you get to draft a new team each week without any commitment. There's no better way to turn your love of football into cash this Sunday. So get to DraftKings.com now and use promo code BRUNCH to play free with your first deposit for your share of over $1 million in total prizes this Sunday. That's promo code BRUNCH to play free with your first cash deposit for your share of over $1 DraftKings, the game inside the game. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. We have songs as well. Uh, good job on that review while I was shining a flashlight you directly in your up. eyes. You were trying to fuck me up. You only made me stronger. <laughs> so, uh, good job. Uh, songs this week. I am going to add... First song. Uh, did you hear about this story? Uh, a a journalist um, wrote a controversial article Uh-oh. about a Zara Larson performance. Woo. Do you know who Zara Larson is? I don't think so. Uh, she's a singer. Uh, a journalist went to one of her concerts this week. And he was, or she was pissed. Oh, you want to know why? Why? Because she could see Zara Larson's nipples through her shirt. Uh, it's called going to a Tovlo show. Like, <laughs> f- fucking, like, welcome to life, dude. Uh, it was a Daily Star uh, article that said, "Whoops, braless Zara Larson reveals intimate piercings on stage." <laughs> uh, let's let's go through this a little bit real quick. the The journalist's name is Jasmine Deribi or something Jasmine like that. Jasmine Derulo. <laughs> uh, let's go with it. Uh, Zara Larson's intimate piercings gate crashes performance. She was very excited about the the amount of energy that Zara Larson brings to the stage, mm. but. It seems she's channeled that same energy into her boobs. What? <laughs> that is literally written in the fucking article. The Swedish pop star serenaded a huge crowd at Portsmouth's Guildhall on Friday night. But instead of concentrating on her vocal skills, the crowd seemed a little distracted over what was going on up top. 
What? <laughs> I'm serious, man. Zara Larson, who performed at Wireless Festival this summer, took to the stage in a relatively demure outfit by typical performer standards. Dressed in trousers, which were slashed to her hips, and a clingy khaki top, Zara was suitably covered up for the occasion. But the 19-year-old neglected to wear a bra on her big night, and that soon became apparent. I like that they call it like, her big night. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's called a fucking it's like tour. A she does it every tour, night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as she got into the groove, it appeared Zara was completely unaware that her entire chest was grabbing the spotlight, too. Uh, spoiler alert. I'm pretty sure she was probably aware of yeah, it. Yeah, and just fucking cool with it. She she got her nipples pierced. Yeah. And, and like, if you don't want to show that through your shirt, you probably don't get your nipples pierced. Right. That's like a big plus of yeah. getting your nipples pierced. Uh, Zara's skin-type top revealed the outline of the symphony singer's pierced nipples. Alas, the hitmaker was always destined for onstage flesh-flashing. <laughs> I... I this no is money. unbelievable. Yeah. Nobody has ever been outraged about seeing uh, about seeing the outline of a pierced nipple more than this woman, uh, who <laughs> seems a little jealous. If we're going to be honest with with each other here, yeah, uh, I think... just jealousy is a bad look. Uh, and it appears uh, the pictures uh, the pictures appear she only has one nipple pierced. To Ooh. be uh, to be fair, how do you feel about that? Uh, well, first of all, are one you a, nipple pierced? Yeah, are you a pierced nipple pro? Or Pro or con? Uh, or piercings, anti. tattoos, I think that it all depends on the person. Person and the taste. Yes, totally. Uh, but I, I'm very much into, I feel like uh, nips are back in. Nips, yeah, nips, nips are back in. Yeah. Nice. Well, not not even just pierced just nipples are just back n- in. Brawless nips through the shirt. That's oh, like, yeah, that's that, hot that, on the yes, streets that's these be, days. Yes, that's become a big look. So this person is very out of touch, does yeah. not realize that. They're throwing it back to the like, kind of 90s uh, Rachel kind of look. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Who... By them, the, the fact that she was even on those like, nips were out there. <laughs> yeah, she, the fact that she was even on basic cable with those things. Yeah, wild. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is hilarious just because it's there's nobody that would look, nobody normal that would look at that and be like, oh, I can't concentrate on this concert because the nips are out. Right. It's fucking see some fucking nips relax. relax. Yeah. It's uh, and she looks great. Uh, oh. so. On that note, I'm adding some Zara Larson to the playlist nice. because uh, I'm very pro-nip and very pro-piercenip. Nice. So good it's for good her. that we're, we're putting this stance out there. <laughs> we, I actually think that we did. We have uh, made that stance that we like boobs and nipples. And we like dicks. Breasts. We like we're, it we're all. very inclusive. All. Yes. Uh, although I, I am very anti-pierced dick. Uh, There's no need for that. Well, you're offending me, but go on. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to add Never Forget You by Zara Larson and okay. M Neck. Do you know that song? I'd never heard of Zara Larson before this story. Hmm. So, I mean, this is a this is a great you were thing doing for your daily nipple Google. And <laughs> yes, I came have, across it. I have Google alerts for nipples, and this came across my feed. Um, no, but this is a great thing for her because I didn't know who she was, hmm. uh, or I'd never heard her name before. I definitely know her songs. Uh, this one that never forget you is I'll never forget you. You never be by my hey. side. Uh, okay, oh. so that's my chain smoker okay. saying it. Yeah. Um, so I'm adding that. I'm also going to add ooh, Paris by Magic Man. No particular reason. I I kind of like that song. Okay. And then third, this is a wild card, Run Around Sue by Dion. Oh, and the Belmonts. Is, oh, my, oh, my yeah. shaming uh, the yeah, Belmonts just, here? Yeah, you just well, shamed the Belmonts. Uh, blame it on Apple Music because they don't have the Belmonts. Very problematic. Yes. Who do you think's going, hey, 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 hey. 
hit well, because so, Dion's doing the oh yeah. So that's I yeah. mean that's the best part of the song is yeah. uh, the Belmonts. So yeah. do you know uh, Houndmouth cover that song? I do, and yeah. it's very very good. Yes, yes, uh, yeah. It's just a fucking classic song. Uh, great scene in the movie. I think it's Little Big League. Where they start to go on a winning streak, they do a little montage, Ooh, and they're playing that's a great around Sue. It's it's where the team's starting to kind of find their way. It is it's that that's a top montage song. That, but also would be uh, um, remiss to point out um, that song's problematic. Slut shaming. Oh, huge slut shaming. Yeah. It's just like yeah, that is. Well, let her fucking do what she, she's doing. What's good for her, man? Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. So this is a theme of this episode. Let her do what's what's good for her. My, let her show her nips. My let her high her school nips. yearbook her quote um, it's from the Billy Joel song James: uh, "Do what's good for you, or you're not good for anybody." So if you think that somebody's like being selfish, if you think someone's hurting you with what they're doing, it, like that, that they are doing the best thing for themselves. Same with you. If you th- like, if you're like, I feel like I'm being a little selfish here. You got. You do have to. If you're not fucking doing you then you're lessening yourself and yeah, you're not if as, you're not living for yourself then who's who gonna are you live for, you? for yeah yeah so wow. um for us yeah um i did not like when everyone started doing the szn thing season season yeah. when you would say like whatever season blah blah season darty season mainly because it was associated with darty i don't like darty never will hate it uh, I start to come around when uh, pumpkin season became a thing. Uh, that's pretty great. But uh, it is officially hashtag Christmas season. S-Z-N. Is it, though? Oh, yeah. Halloween's over. Shout Scary Streisky tweeted. Since uh, when is Halloween being over the qualifier for Christmas season? Because it always moves up every year. It's it like does. A, I wanted to bring that up. It's like it the, brings up, it it's comes the sports up every year. video game dynamic where every year they bumped it up a little bit where they would make it. So I think I've I've made this analogy before, uh, but like Madden '96 would come out in like late '95, and every year they would cheat up a little more, and then like fucking like Madden 2002 came out in like '98. You know, <laughs> they uh, keep they keep fucking moving the goalposts. So, yeah, and it's I I really think that it's because they want people to talk about it. Yeah, like right. Starbucks the wants Starbucks you to talk thing. about already, the cups. I'm already seeing the things on Instagram yeah. too soon. I messaged someone, uh, one of my friends, put something uh, on their story too soon. Starbucks, I responded, said, "You're no, playing right into their fucking not hand. too soon." I haven't spoken to that person in forever. They're like, "This is how I'm going to hear from DJ right now." Really, <laughs> fucking shaming my Starbucks take. I, I'm, I, I don't want to be the person that's like, "Oh, it's not fucking Christmas season yet," but it really isn't. I know. I. It really isn't. But I hate when. <laughs> You you are right though. You're 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 right on the first part. Don't be the person yeah. who complains. Why are you doing this? Same thing with the people who are like, I'm listening to Christmas music in July. I don't fucking care. I'm doing yeah. I'm doing all sorts of sh- stuff in July. Do whatever makes you happy, yeah. but it is objectively Billy not Cole Christmas said, season. Do what's good for you, or you're not good for anybody. It's objectively not Christmas season, but you can listen to Christmas music. You can do Christmas Just shit whenever you want. So uh, I am kind of telling you about it by putting a Christmas <laughs> song on here. I'm putting Jackson Five. Up on the housetop, I know that that's going to send off some alarms with the with the Brunt Touchables. They're going to say, oh, so you're putting your old fucking brunch theme song on here? No. Different songs. I'm going to make a video explaining what's different between that and Up on the Housetop. But Jackson 5's version of Up on the Housetop is just terrific. Love it. Love the lyrics. The bass line is fucking wild. That's one of my favorite bass lines ever. So good. Stranger Things. We got Randy on. They paid for some good-ass music this season. And in the last episode, 
They play Cindy Lauper's Time After Time. Great That's song. just a classic slow dance song. I'll never get sick of it. It's just, man, that song is... It's also one of those songs slow that... slow dance in your mouth. That you you can you, you hear like a few lines of it, a few bars, and oh. it's impossible not to sing along. Oh, God, yeah. So good. Love it. It just fucking melts in your mouth, not in your hands. Uh, Jesus. You added some Queen recently, mm-hmm. and it, I thought it was wild that neither of us had added Queen before. Yeah. Um, uh, we both love Queen a lot, and I was thinking of which songs to add by Queen. I'm gonna. So I was gonna add uh, one of their big hits, "Don't Stop Me Now," because I'm a big fan of Don't when there's me. like a fun little dynamic thing in play, and it's crazy for a song that rocks as much as "Don't Stop Me Now." There isn't any guitar in that song until the solo. Like they're what they're able to fucking do with so little in that song is great. So that got me thinking about. The, all the little fun tricks that Queen uses because there's no fun studio tricks bands like the Beatles and Queen. Those are the fucking big two. The stuff they did was wild. I was going to add Seaside Rendezvous because that's just such a gay song. I like It's just such a flamboyant gay song and that's really on brand with Brunch. Not going to do that. I'm going to add uh, Good Company, which is it's on uh, Night at the Opera. It's a Brian May song. And there's an entire Dixieland section at the end, the fucking horns and the clarinets and all that shit, but it's all on guitar and just fucking orchestrated by Brian May. That guy's a fucking genius. So that's like a, that, that's like on my, in my probably top five Queen songs. So Good Company by Queen. You know what else I love? What? Uh, Tie Your Mother Down. Tie Your Mother Down's awesome. That's another Brian May song. Which uh, we'll get to Tying Your Mother Down later uh, with the interview with Randy. Um, because Randy is making the moves on uh, Mrs. Blackburn. In fact, let's get to that now. Randy's back. Randy, right off the bat, we have a surprise for you. Let's give him to a Pete. Yay! Yay! Oh, good job, oh, you got it. Randy! Yes! Thank you. You were great. For that you were great, uh, and I love that when you get into season two of Stranger Things, they just immediately hit you with, uh, with some Randy. Mr. Clark, right off the bat, and very chipper. I'm yeah, well, you know, he's a, he loves life. <laughs> Extremely chipper. That, I mean, I saw that you tweet about it. You said that uh, that, that was improvised. The Malord was improvised. The Malord was improvised. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's just two kings going back and forth there. You, I know. It's, it's, that's it a real. Gatton? Gaten? Gaten. Gaten. You and Gaten yeah. just dueling aces. Fucking Monica and Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he is, he is, uh, it's really difficult to work with. Really? Yes. Because he's very funny. Oh, um, okay. And, uh, he's a complete professional and a really nice guy. I just wanted you guys to have that sound bite. Yeah, I thought that uh, it was interesting this season because they... Before, I mean, obviously, like the first season of uh, the first season of anything, especially when there wasn't too much hype going into it, they could kind of do whatever they wanted. And now they can still do whatever they want, but they're doing it knowing that there have been breakout stars and that it's super beloved. And mm-hmm. like Gaten obviously is a rock star now. Millie Bobby Brown is like the most famous person in the world. Steve yeah. is absolute heartthrob, all this shit. I thought that they handled like who they pair with whom really, really well. Like Gaten spent so much time or Dustin spent so much time with Steve. Yeah. And that was like, that was who the fuck could have predicted right, that. Right. <laughs> 11 yeah. in, uh, in Hopper. Like who, yeah. who would have expected that it's mm-hmm. they hit you with it. But I feel like uh, that cast will w- works well together in any which way you pair them, which is crazy because you would think that 11 and Mike, uh, they just did such a good job of holding off 
11 and Mike and not necessarily being that the thing that everyone's waiting for. Obviously it was yeah. in the back of everybody's mind, but like Mike was, it wasn't like a, Hey, get, get to it already type. Of right. Thing. Yeah. And like d- depressed Mike was a cool new character mm-hmm. and, uh, 11 you relate to him. I was saying, yeah, I was saying like sass, we have sassy 11 in the first half of the season when she yeah. slams the door, she's like throwing her head back and everything. It's this big new thing. I just thought that everybody was kind of reinvented really, really well. Yeah, yeah, I really liked where they went uh, uh, with everybody. I love that relationship between Hopper and uh, uh, Eleven. Uh, here's a question. Uh, what does an actor on a binged show do the day that the show comes out? I imagine there must be some sort of Jew on Christmas phenomenon at work there. Uh, no, we just we binge it with like everybody else. Really? Did you see the 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 final product before it actually hits Netflix? Yeah, uh, because... Um, uh, and DJ, maybe you've seen this pop up in your recommendations, but there's a Netflix now has a show called Beyond Stranger Things. Oh yeah, I've started watching it. Yeah, with Jim so Rash. A, yeah, so just it's a roundtable uh, interview show, but it won't get recommended to you until you finish Stranger Things because we spoil everything in the show. That's not true. That's not true. Is it already getting recommended to you? It. Yes. Really? Well, yeah. Don't watch it. Do not watch it because it, it, it is I know. spoilers. I, uh, I'll have to tweet about that. I got like a PSA before uh, before I actually saw it. So I, w- I wasn't going to watch it, but okay. uh, it does show up on my Netflix, which is problematic. Right. Well, we off, right say. off the bat, it's like it's Jim Rash being like, yo, if you accidentally arrived here, get the good. fuck away. <laughs> oh, I'm good. Sorry. Okay, good, good, good. That's okay, sorry. so he does warn you. Um, but did you uh, did you see last season before it hit Netflix? No, no. That one I woke up at, uh, you know, that Friday morning and just like uh, got breakfast, started watching, took a break for lunch, kept watching, took a break for dinner, kept watching, and then I was finished. Well, that was my exact experience yeah. with it. Yeah. How, uh, how do you feel about where Mr. Clark is right now? Because he, I mean, they really ramped up the the cheeriness the like that he's everyone's favorite teacher kind of thing he was just kind of always there yeah um well uh i'm glad well i see i can't do it i have to spoil right i have punish him um should we do we need some spoiler warnings here oh so we always say don't worry there won't be spoilers and then we spoil it anyway and we have a real (laughs) laugh about that so uh do do whatever you feel man Okay, uh, so nobody worry. I won't say a spoiler right now. But when Bob dies, yeah, <laughs> nice, nice. I'm like, um, I mean, so happy I, that I wasn't Mr. Clark that, dying. I haven't yeah. gotten to that part, but like, I feel like Bob dying. Well, when I said how's Bob doing, away. when I said how's Bob doing oh, okay. to you, that means like, hey, okay. just I'm, I'm lightly telling you, he for sure died. I. That's not a shock. Gets eaten by a demodog. He's just like such a nice guy and kind of like he's he's trying to be there for everybody. He's trying to be understanding. It's like you want to root for that guy, but that guy's definitely dying. Yeah, Yeah. I actually I'm so uh, politically, I do not like Sean Astin because of 24. Sean Astin's character. Did you see him in 24? Yeah. Yeah. And I know know how you feel about him because, (laughs) because he inadvertently led to the death of all of CTU, but also Edgar, 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 Edgar Styles. Styles. 
beautiful last words which was chloe and then (laughs) he dies and he falls over and everybody else died in a way different way they got like symptoms and shit like that he just kind of had a heart attack he died peacefully (laughs) yeah oh man they that was the that was one of the worst silent clocks on 24 everybody else died uh and he passed away (laughs) (laughs) that's a very good way of putting it so uh when i see sean astin i'm always like hey man I'm not going to forget about what what you did here, but I thought that the Bob character was awesome because I, I don't yeah, think the Bob character did a ton in kind of bringing Will along because Will we only saw Will speak like nine words last season, and we have to catch him up to being a central part of the show. And yeah. my contention, by the way, has always been just let Will die <laughs> because if this shit is in him, and uh, without spoiling things, uh, at one point letting him die was an option. And they were like, oh, wait, we can't do this, because if we do this, then Will will die, too. I was like, oh, my God, let him <laughs> die, then. The whole thing's... There's he a sacrifice g- one person to save the world. <laughs> There's a guy in the in the, the building, the mental hospital, whatever it is, uh, who who's like recommends it. He's like, well, if he dies, he dies. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Paul Rogers and Paul says, Rogers say that like, shit to me one more again. again. <laughs> say that shit one more again. I was like, eh, so that's a DJ's character right there. He's like, nah, fuck this kid. Right. <laughs> Um, let's talk about but, Paul Reiser. Did you know that he was in the graduate? No. Yeah, he was in the graduate when uh when Dustin Hoffman is staying in that uh place at the college and the the landlord doesn't like him because he thinks that he's a uh what does he think he, what's the word? A uh it's a, not not troublemaker, but something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, something like that, you know? And uh Rabble there's Rousey. a confrontation when Elaine comes and she's yelling and the guy comes, he's like, that's it, you're out. And he peeks his head out and he's like, we're fine, everything's okay. And then Paul Reiser in the background says, hey, you want me to get a cop? And it's like a young Paul Reiser. Oh, wow. I feel like there's a few of those in The Graduate where you're just like, isn't like Richard Dreyfus in it for like a... Oh, a shit, you know what? That is Richard Dreyfus. That's not Paul Reiser. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh. Fuck. <laughs> that's hilarious. That awesome. Paul Reiser, not in The Graduate, confirmed. <laughs> Definitely Richard Dreyfus. Uh Back to Mr. Clark potentially dying, or but yeah. not dying. Uh, we discussed the possibility of you dying before the season came out, and we came yeah, to the conclusion. We came to the cl- conclusion that it would probably be better for our brand if you had passed away. Uh, so, how does it feel to be super selfish? Uh, yeah, I, I think I think we'd all get the death bump. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yep. for sure. Um, you guys would definitely benefit from that because I'm sure this would be the first show that I'd go on after dying. Well, yeah, we'd be like the two. We were like Tupac's friends, you know. So yeah. people still worry about Tupac's friends, I think. Or you know, better, we're Tupac's mom. You know, when Tupac and Biggie's mom presented that award together, and it was this big, beautiful thing. That's yeah. kind of what it would be. Like if if, he, if your character, if Mr. Clark died, we'd be delivering the eulogy at the funeral. Yeah, mm. yeah, definitely. Nice. Yeah, that um, would be. That's well, gonna be how well, you get on the show. We're we're glad you're still here kind of maybe uh check out this question uh the second installment of stranger things introduced a redhead with a gender neutral name what other things can we expect to see stolen from toy story (laughs) where where did this come from (laughs) did you did you come up with that on your own yeah (laughs) (laughs) do you get that uh so max and the in the second Toy Story, they bring in uh, what's your name, Jesse? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, so 
You don't need to answer that question. I thought it was a really funny observation. <laughs> uh, well, you do know that Andrew Stanton is is directed a couple episodes of the show this season. Really? So maybe he's just kind of repeating ideas. And you know, he is he is super Pixar guy. That is that's amazing. So well, that's connecting the dots here, right? Wow, that's like when you hear a song and you're like, I bet this is produced. Like you're like, this sounds like every fucking uh, like I don't know every like Timbaland song, and you're like, yeah, yeah. of course Timbaland did this. Uh, I saw you tweet the week last week when Stranger Things came out. You were serving on jury duty. Uh, yeah, and, on Monday. On Monday. Yeah. Oh, so this this week or last week? Uh, depending on when this when is this airing? Uh, Friday. Okay. So okay. Uh, right. So yes, this week. Yeah. Uh, yes, on Monday. Okay. You uh, you were at jury duty, and everybody was talking about Stranger Things. Yes. And nobody nobody recognized that the guy in the room was Mr. Clark. Nope. How frustrating is that? Not at all. I it's love not it. frustrating. I love I love it one hundred percent. Are you kidding me? I love that people don't know who I am. Well, I mean, I would assume that it'd be kind of cool to hear what people think about the show in a uh, where like they don't have to be like, oh, this was so great. You did really, really. Yeah, neat. you were undercover. Yeah, it's yeah. Be, like see, like after you, you get to go to your own funeral, basically. Kate, yeah, exactly. going back to death references, but you get to see what people think about it. Uh, yeah. How was that experience? I mean, jury duty was sucked <laughs> you got off of jury duty pretty quick oh yeah no i am i am i am a terrible juror <laughs> why well, i'm a terrible juror um uh i think because i'm so forthcoming with my answers that <laughs> one or the other of the lawyers is like this guy's gotta go this guy's got opinions about stuff <laughs> but it was a civil uh case i think that's all i'm allowed to say right we don't actually play. We don't actually release these episodes, so you can say whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. It's the case. We just email um, them to you. <laughs> we just email you MP3 files after we're done every week. Yeah, <laughs> but no one is listening I just, to you. I'm like, there should be a way to find this on the internet, but I, I guess I'll just listen to it on my the... MP3 app. Yeah. Um, you know what I like about Mr. Clark, and I'm quite jealous of this. You are the only character who does not have to have scary scenes. Uh, I saw our pal, not our pal, never met him before, uh, Shane from the band Houndmouth tweeted, I'd love for them to do a season where there's no scary stuff and it's just kids being adorable and it's called Things. Maybe there's a laugh yeah. track. <laughs> to live that show. You're the only one who, like, who's in it a lot without having to deal with any of that scary shit. Yeah. Do you like um, that or do you want some scary shit? I mean, I, I mean, uh, uh, well, we kind of got close to this scene. earlier, but um, yeah, if there were, uh, um, I, I mean, I'd be worried about Mr. Clark's health if he got, if he had to defend himself from the Demogorgon. Right. Yeah. I don't think that he's like a, you know, I don't think he's a, he's a, uh, uh, a physically imposing force. He doesn't, Probably he, doesn't, doesn't he doesn't throw around weights. In his yeah, but time. true. Like, if <laughs> Will has survived, that, like, not to keep harping on Will, but if Will has survived the shit that he's survived, like that kid is. What's he benching? I mean, like, it's also twenty pounds. That's, it's, it's not like Steve is fucking eating weights in the gym either. I've seen that kid play basketball. He's yeah. not very good. Also, a uh, little compliment I want to pay the show. I thought it was really cool that uh, the show is set in the eighties, but it's very aware that it's being given to people in twenty seventeen. Uh, yeah. The scene where uh, Steve is in the shower with uh, the jerk guy. Yeah, uh, Billy. The jer- yeah, Billy says to him, uh, because they're talking about how he uh, just been dumped, he says, don't worry, 
there's plenty of bitches in the sea and that's done yeah. that's done to present to us like what a creep that guy is in yeah. an actual 80s movie he would be like don't worry there's plenty of bitches left in the sea and then we'd be like yes okay <laughs> and that would just be like a normal fucking thing you'd be like that yeah. guy seems fine i guess <laughs> yeah cool guy yeah. <laughs> that guy's sexism wild. in the 80s was so cool yeah oh god well and homophobia too don't forget about yes. that yeah. uh any type well, of othering was was great in the yes, 80s for sure well when steve is uh trying to tell uh dustin how to mac on ladies he in a very uh kind of well-framed way for 2017 says that he's like you just gotta not care and yeah. he does he does he says everything short of be an asshole to them mm-hmm. yeah there's, there's like a donald trump quote where he basically says you have to treat women like shit so really steve is donald trump Ooh. Yes. uh speaking of steve uh we know that uh they're children and we're not supposed to sexualize them but uh here's a little thing about steve harrington he could get it steve's got it going on he's a very good looking man yes he has a, he has a fucking head of hair mm-hmm. uh are you at all worried about the hair situation on the show? Because it used to be like quick name hair and people would say either Steve's hair or your mustache. Now Eleven's got hair. And when she's an outcast, she's got awesome hair. You got yeah. Dustin with the Steve hair. There's yeah. they're really kind of cramping your style. I mean, look, yeah, no, I'm seriously worried about it. I, I can't emphasize <laughs> this. Uh, uh, I wish, I wish I'd come up with something great to say right here but no well you, will you pivot with your hair situation maybe 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 as it goes to the late 80s maybe you i don't know work in some other shit yeah i'll do like a a, a, a goatee hmm. you should do like a handlebar mustache next season okay. all right all right yeah i, well, uh, less I would style, like waxed and everything with the twist yes. yeah. i could see you at the twist at the end i could Ooh, see that yeah. for sure uh, I do want to issue a correction. There has been one scary scene with Mr. Clark, and it was last season where you almost had sex. Ooh, and that's very scary. Very scary. In the 80s, Probably. yeah, for sure. No, I think it's, I mean, it's still still pretty, pretty scary. Sex? Yes. Were you going to have a demagogy? <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. I don't, I don't think sex is scary. Do you think sex is scary? Oh, no, scary? it's horrifying. Okay. So Maybe you- the most scary thing in the world. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'll let my mom know that you don't think sex is scary, though. I don't know if that's a plus or a minus. <laughs> Maybe she wants something really? a little dangerous. <laughs> uh, so uh, what are your thoughts on the uh, the whole my mom thinks you're cute situation? We haven't addressed uh, this yet other than in great. the past. Yeah. So just no, I'm, up. I am. Uh, uh, I'm about it. You're about it. <laughs> that's going to be good answer. your new daddy. Are you willing to take on this baggage? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are you are you willing to call me daddy? <laughs> well, I don't think I'm. We I call you daddy not. behind your back anyway. <laughs> You're in our phone as Zaddy, so I think that, uh, <laughs> that it's quite all right. Um, do you know what who Josh Tillman would have played? Because now that we've seen, now that like I've I've seen the uh, show, and I know like Father John Misty had been contacted about. Uh, being on the show and he said no so he could tell everyone that he said no and uh do, did you do you know what role they had in mind was he going to be the, the brett gelman or was he going to be one of the outcasts or something uh i would think it was and this is what i thought when it was when i saw that he said that um yeah i thought it would either be the 
Brett Gelman or one of the farmers. I'm sorry, one of the what? Sorry, Farm, one of the out. farmers. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, that that makes sense. I I um, mean, him as the Brett Gelman character would be perfect yeah. in my mind. Just him like laying out that like these two teenagers should definitely have sex with each other because right. it'll just make everything easier. I yeah. can I can see Father John Missy just going on a rant, just like picking their brains, where maybe the the adults shouldn't be picking yes. the children's brains and handing them alcohol. Yes. Yeah. Well, so the alcohol would have to be replaced with alcohol and LSD, but <laughs> I could very much see that. Fuck, that, that would have been that'd be that a wild, wild episode. What do you think was the most problematic? Uh, piece of this this season uh billy billy is definitely problematic yes yeah i would agree with that but i mean like he's he's designed to be problematic yeah but like do you think there are any unintentional problematic things i can't just show say like a a grown man living in a like a hunkered down safe house handing teenagers bottles of vodka Okay, I mean that is a very problematic situation, and like, and like forcing them to have Being sex. Like, with I each demand other. you to have sex with each other. Like that guy definitely has cameras all up in his place, and, and then like, like asking afterwards how it was to get like a recap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like how was it? And then he just like accidentally drops his food. Uh, speaking of having sex with moms, do you think that uh, Billy and Mike's mom sealed the deal? No, Billy was on a mission, but I think Billy was like planting the seed uh, for later. Right. He was like, I'm seducing you to get what I want, but also I'm seducing you. Let's be real. Yeah, I think that's I think we're seeing like the blossoms of of something really beautiful coming up. Also, uh, Mike's mom in the bathrobe, uh, just very tasteful, very <laughs> nice stuff. Uh, great, a great scene. One of my favorite scenes uh, all season. Yes, because uh, it felt yeah. like a little break, like right in the middle of like a bunch of stressful stuff to just have like this nice little comedic scene with and, her sort of romance novel fantasies coming to life. Right. And uh, sex sells. Uh, it's hard to do that though. When you have a show about a bunch of children, <laughs> yeah. season yeah. one, they had to use you season <laughs> two. They use Mike's mom. Yeah. So, upgrade or downgrade. Uh, upgrade. Upgrade. Maybe uh, season three. Miss, Mrs. Mrs. Wheeler is <laughs> super hot. Maybe season three, your paths cross, and it's like, hey, we've each seen the first two seasons. I'm active. You're active. <laughs> what do you say we do this? <laughs> uh, I don't know how Mr. Clark feels about uh, sex outside of marriage. A little PT. Or at, least, or at least active adultery. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. Speaking of Billy and problematic and uh, sex selling and all that other stuff. Uh, one of the scenes that I found problematic was he was working out while smoking a cigarette and drinking a beer. Uh, yeah, that's, that's not Watch healthy. Watch American Beauty for me one time. Uh, problematic Kevin Spacey. Oh, true. Yeah, so Kevin Spacey very right back around. Yeah. You saw Happy Death Day. Yeah. Great. It loved it. So fucking good. Pete's favorite uh, movie. Oh, that movie was so stupid. <laughs> I know, I know. I I listened to the review. I I know that Pete, you had some real problems, but isn't but it's say. so I agree that it was really stupid. But that's that's what I loved about it. Yeah, no, I feel like it 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 knew there was aware, an awareness to what it was. Uh, if they if they had released that movie after the Snowman, I probably would have appreciated it more. Like if I saw a movie fresh true. off the Snowman, I would have been like. Hey, that wasn't that bad. It'd I saw like, the snowman. It'd be like the Pepsi challenge, kind of. You know, like you you do one, then you kind of 
then you reset your palate and yeah. you see this other one you're like wow this one's way better yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i think that that might have uh, might have might have helped what else do you have going on in your life at this point uh uh you know it's funny with something where we talked about on uh the last show that i was on um is i got cut out of a movie you got cut out of a movie i got cut out of a movie which one geostorm Ooh, Ooh, people were talking about that, and I didn't see it, and now I'm glad I didn't see it. I feel like that's good for your brand. Didn't that movie get crushed in the in the reviews? Uh, got crushed in the reviews. I don't think it did very good box office, um, and it's all because they cut me out of it. So. Yeah, I would imagine. So, so what's the feeling like that? It's like it's got to be obviously disappointing that that you you put in work for for basically I don't know is work for nothing, but like also you don't have to attach that to your fucking Dodge resume. Right? Yeah, yeah. At this point, it's like okay, well, I don't. It, this doesn't have to be the, you know, uh, I, yeah, it would just suck. Cause it's at some point it's going to happen. I'm going to do something that's going to be not very good. Mm. And then people are so. going to watch it and then they're going to go, Oh, wow. This is the first, not very good thing that Randy has done. Um, uh, so glad to postpone that. Uh, what if you do this? I think that this is the way to handle it. Find a review of Geostorm that is not too friendly and quote tweet it with, uh, do a little one of those fucking squiggly line things and uh, everything happens for a reason. Another squiggly line thing, shrugging girl emoji and <laughs> just fire it off. Yeah, like a jilted suitor. Yeah. You uh, you got a good break with that one, but you got a bad break with uh, what's it called? Beyond Stranger Things? Is that what it's called? Yeah. After Stranger he's Things? On, no, he's on that. Yeah, no, he's no, no, but they brought, didn't they bring on uh, Bill Nye? Yeah. In that? And they, were, up. and they were basically like, hey, we're bringing on Bill Nye because this guy actually doesn't know shit about science. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you got kind of, what was the feeling like on that one? I mean, I, 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 I basically said it. I gave, I gave Jim Rash a, a, a great segue by saying, I don't know anything about science. And then he's like, well, since you don't know anything, here's a guy who actually does. And then, of course, there's that article with just that picture <laughs> of my face. That was, that was so unnecessary. To Local dumbass <laughs> tries acting. <laughs> yeah. That was so yeah. unnecessary. Just a picture of your face. And I was like, look at this jackass who doesn't yep. know anything about science. Yep. Time to, time to humiliate the, the poor guy who studied the arts. Which is wild. Like, where are we at in society where we're dogging somebody for not knowing about science? You, like, 20 years ago, it'd be like... Uh, this guy doesn't know anything about science. Up high, bro. You're not a fucking <laughs> dork. Uh, I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing that we're now like uh, science shaming people. Well, yeah. I mean, was not the president. The president yeah. doesn't believe in science. That's true. Or global warming or anything. Yeah. What was it like uh, hanging out with Jim Rash? That guy seems cool. He's great. He's great. He's hilarious. He's really quick, um, which you know, like that to, to be able to do, to sort of like MC that whole situation, the way that he does is like really amazing. I was kind of in awe of that the whole time. So, um, yeah, it's funny when you're like a performer and you're like watching another performer and going like, Whoa, how does he do that? But then also you're you're on a talk show where you're supposed to be like engaging and stuff. And I'm like, "Ah," but I was just really admiring his work. Why uh, Why hasn't he done anything like his character in Community? Because that character was really funny. Did you ask him that? No. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you mentioned like being captivated by performances. Who Who? Uh, who in season two stu- uh, stuck out to you as uh, being a standout performer? 
got I got two. Okay. I got two. Uh, we have Erica, who is Lucas's little sister. Okay. Oh, she, she was, was great. awesome. Yeah, yeah, she's a savage. Um, <laughs> she is so fucking awesome. Um, uh, just everything that comes out of her mouth, you just like slay, sister. <laughs> yes, great. Um, and then uh, uh, Keith, the uh, the the pimple face kid at the uh, arcade. Oh, oh yeah, he's guy. good. That's probably that guy. I've seen that guy in so many things. He yeah, is, he's in a commercial right yes. now when he plays like a gladiator. I think he plays during the football games. Yeah, during the during the Sunday football games. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that dude has a very distinct face and very yeah. distinct presence. Very funny. Uh, very funny. Guy. He loves uh, cheesy puffs. Yeah. yeah, what a gross kid. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he and he wants that. He really wants that date with Nancy. So that's the, like I don't think that at any point in my life I thought that's how it worked. Where yeah, like, no. I would say to friends, I'd be like, "Hey, listen, man, I'll give you like my homework, but you you gotta let me date your sister." It's like even in the eighties when sexism was the hot thing, there was like an understanding that sh- she's gonna have to want to go in order for that to take place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, and also, you know. she's gonna have to want to go with you. Yeah, the guy who works at the arcade and eats cheesy puffs all day, and like his best friends, to our knowledge, are fourteen years old. Like yeah. those kids, uh, not approving of a date between he and homegirl is not what's preventing them from dating (laughs) (laughs) that's not the the obstacle he needs to overcome no and i and i don't think that she takes their uh opinions very highly so i i don't think they could come in and be like we think that you guys should date yes right Uh, we've got the perfect match for you well uh without spoiling anything for pete the guy that she ends up with Ah! at the end uh really warmed my heart what uh the, the smile on that guy's face was just uh it was hilarious it was adorable yeah yeah a love and, story for the ages and I, I i i loved that he was the one that took the dance the most seriously you know that whole like that whole sequence just i was like bawling like a baby it's like every it was like every middle school dance for me i was i was not always this handsome guys um, like a fine wine yeah yeah it took it took a couple of years for me to really grow into my own hmm. you know who likes fine wine your mom, my mom. yep yeah. <laughs> so just a little heads up she does how about that she should, she can visit my vineyard. Ooh, Jesus. <laughs> hey now. Uh <laughs> <laughs> How about Pete's like, oh gross, terrible. He started the entire thing. Oh, yeah. Like one thousand percent. Yeah, I I definitely did. I just I don't like the I don't like the terminology the of my <laughs> 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 do you uh do you know who did you watch nashville i do not watch nashville well uh Shocker. will chase plays billy's dad oh okay he's uh on nashville you always go back and forth with whether or not you like him because he's always dealing with uh he's dealing with one of the, the gay characters a lot and you're 
you like you're basing what you think of him based on each decision he makes where it's like all right this oh he's standing up for the gay guy oh he's not standing up for the gay guy oh i can't tell if this guy's good or bad and he does so many good things and then he does some stupid things and so he his character exited the show while i was kind of still on the fence and then they bring him into stranger things and he comes in throwing hard f's around and yeah fucking mind made up will chase problematic yeah, he's problematic. He's problematic. Uh, Billy is is. Uh, we think we know where Billy gets his hatred from. Yeah, Billy's a catastrophe. Yeah. Also, not that hot. I, I know that he. Like, yeah, thinks- like the, the opening scene where they're like, "Uh, th- who's this guy?" Yeah. yeah, that wouldn't happen. He's not that good looking. You have fucking Steve at this school. I know. No, Billy's hot, guys. Come on. Yeah, he's like Billy's like a. He might clean up well, but not in the show. Billy's no, the he's bad, he's bad boy hot. Billy's he the puts built cologne guy. on his privates. Billy's the the built guy who does a lot worse than the guys who are less built. And he's like, "Oh, I should be doing better. I'm built." And it's like, "Well, you're just you're just not that great otherwise." So, you know, like you, it's like you're so built because you have to make up for other right. Things. Yeah, exactly. Like you can yeah. control your muscles, but you can't control the rest of the shit about you that <laughs> sucks, dude. Yeah, he's got a cool car, lots of muscles, and a lot of rage. A lot of cigarettes. Where's he getting these cigarettes? cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah, there's a scene where he's smoking as he's like putting on cologne, and I'm just like, that's not, that's, 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 <laughs> you're just out here, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what I like to use for uh, a scent? Do you guys know what Bay Rum is? Yeah. Yeah. Spray some of that shit. You smell like a uh, barbershop. I, I actually uh, do that. So do I. I have like a huge bottle, and I just like splash a bunch into my hand, and then I, Get it all over my hands like this and then go all the way around. Oh, <laughs> that's what I do. Yeah. It's good yeah. and it's nice and it's a, it's a, it's a subtle uh, scent too. It's not too overwhelming. Right. It's got, yeah, like there is, um, I don't want to be problematic but, uh, when I use this word, but it's a very masculine scent, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not, I'm trying to smell masculine. Yeah. It's no, just you, like, you gotta, you gotta like be getting a hug for somebody to catch a whiff that's a, yes exactly and then and then that that hug you know like they'll hold the hug for just a second too long because they're like god you smell good it's yes like, yeah. that's why i have no idea what this is because it's like a masculine thing you probably mm-hmm. have to present like a card when masculine you buy it. hugging uh, yeah. <laughs> i i try to buy this stuff and they like ask to see my id and they're like you're not old enough yet sorry uh like, you gotta you gotta be old enough to shave first kid <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who the voice that is. It reminds me of somebody, but I'm just yeah. Randy. When you, when oh, you... you're the, the the cab driver in Home Alone too. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes. Uh, when you move into my house, uh, maybe you can introduce me to it. It'll be like a nice father son bonding moment. Yeah, you can take oh, away yeah, Pete's that... bottle of Adidas Moves. And actually, I use Axe body spray. Ooh, nice. yeah, we gotta get we gotta get rid of that. That's that's for boys. I can't wait to be a man. And it's now time for you to smell like a man. (laughs) The funny thing is, I'm going to spray some bay rum for Pete, and he actually is going to be like, wow, obsessed. It's a great scent. I can't believe you have a spray. Mine's like a splash. Oh, you do? Yeah, I've I've got it. I've got it in a bottle because my barbershop is fucking heavy on the bay rum. So uh, I... I just love the way I smelled every time I went to the barbershop that I like, had to, I looked up like, how the fuck do I get Bay Rum? Mm-hmm. And yeah, same. I, I, I went to like an old timey, like one of those old timey barbershops yeah. uh, to get like a nice, a nice shave. 
Ooh. That's where I discovered it. And I was like, what is that heavenly sin? And he was like, Bayram. And I was like, I'm on it. Mm. This episode is brought to you by Bayram. Uh, Randy, do you want to let them know uh, what they can do when they get Bayram? What they can do with, with the Bayram? Nope. Nope. When they go to, to buy the Bayram, uh, what do they do? How do they get it? Oh, you just you just put in a code name brunch. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. Boom. Smart man. Yes. Boom. It's ten percent. That takes that a couple. You just say it's... promo code brunch, and then then they then they let you continue with the transaction. Oh, you, you can't even buy it before you use promo code brunch. That's what we do. That that's our deal with our customers. Use promo code brunch. Buy the stuff. We'll send it to you. That's that's the guarantee. That's the brunch guarantee. <laughs> Except there have been a couple of shipping errors sometimes. So that actually <laughs> would not. Be so maybe true. there's an asterisk there. It's not an actual guarantee. I've got to say, I would have liked if the Toy Story joke was better received. I thought it was great. That you was, were very excited about it. I told you beforehand, I said, I've got a question that is so good, it's going to knock your socks off. I'm not even going to tell you what it is because I want to get your genuine reaction. Randy did not give a fuck. <laughs> he did not, but uh, I, I did appreciate it. Um, I love Randy. He's the fucking best. Yeah. Um, and like in all seriousness, if he wants to date my mom, I'm totally cool with it. Yeah. Uh, we have some reviews that we should get to before we say goodbye for the weekend um this one from royce no rolls uh pete is awesome and i love dj too uh been listening is that really the fucking review (laughs) yeah uh no that's the name of the review uh it says pete is awesome and i love dj too been listening to the monday friday episodes for a few months now but it wasn't until i went back and listened to the old there's a reason snow is cold episode what do you know that is I don't think that we did that. There's a reason Snow is Cold episode that I realized that I had to leave a review for brunch. The episode featured Michael Fassbender, who talked... Oh, maybe this is one of the... Oh, uh, this is when we said review an episode that hasn't uh, happened. Yes, okay, wow. This is really digging back into the the, the archives. Uh, But it wasn't until I went back and listened to the... To the old There's a Reason Snow is Cold episode that I realized I had to leave a review for brunch. The episode featured Michael Fassbender, who talked a little bit about the movie he was working on the time at the time. In it, he played a detective trying to catch a killer named the snowman who couldn't seem to be caught. The bad boys warned Fassbender that it seemed like this may not be the best movie to be attached with and joked that... Quote, this movie won't get hot in theaters. There's a reason Snow is cold. Oh, that's good. <laughs> End quote. Uh, turns out they were right, but Pete and DJ were able to hook Fastbender up with some people that ended up making a dope trailer for an otherwise trash movie. In all seriousness, these guys are fantastic, and they run a great podcast. Keep it up, guys. That's a fucking fantastic that's a, review. That's a, that's, I'm giving that review five stars. Ooh. Come for the hot guys versus Weatherman, says Tommy Pajamas. <laughs> Stay for the lemon pepper chicken. It's kind of difficult to list. Uh, it, it's kind of difficult to. We'll throw in the word put brunch into words that haven't already been said. I think the best simile for brunch is coming inside and warming Ooh. up after spending a day in the snow. A lot of snow talk. Yes. You guys just feel home and cozy. Pete and DJ just get it. Whether it's discussing which kind of dress Julian Moore looks best in or reviewing movies I will never watch, it's always entertaining. And thanks for the new music I would not have otherwise listened to, Shouts Moo. A lot of people have said that we got them into Moo, and I'm very excited about yeah, that. Yeah, Shouts Ooh. Jeff for getting me into Moo like 9,000 years ago. Uh, how dare you say that about the president by JS1995. JK, 
Uh, thanks for introducing me to so much good music I'll never get around to listening to. Keep killing it, young Armenian Stalin and Tiny Cena. That's not bad. Better at podcasting than me, says Izzo is my hero. So, I'm a sidekick on another podcast, and I'm a huge fan of these two. Give it a listen and enjoy your day. And if you like the podcast, make sure to retweet, not embed tweet, their awesome content. Hmm. I wrote about the brunch podcast. Thick Waj. Thick Waj. We know him. Thick. He uh, he's uh, he's a great Twitter guy. Um, wow, where do I even start? This podcast is so inconceivably perfect. I don't think that my words could possibly do it justice. From Pete's biceps to DJ's Armenian heritage, everything on this show blows me away on a weekly basis. The always handsome, never wrong, and often triggered bad boys of podcasting constantly deliver quality quality audio hashtag content on everything pop culture and often much more. And if you're not listening, you're missing out. A 12 out of 10 podcast, says somebody, Magoons. <laughs> <laughs> Magoons. Magoons. Uh, a podcast so good that I not only drunk tweeted about it last weekend, but I'm drunk reviewing it right now as we speak. As a person who can literally never casually like anything, this podcast has become my hyper fixation of the month. But like, even when I've found another thing to revolve my life around, I'll definitely still listen to and enjoy this podcast immensely. Is the Apple ID connected to this question mark? I hope not, because that's mad embarrassing. I made that email when I was 12 years old. Also, every song on their Spotify playlist is banging, and they convinced me to listen to Haim, which, like, honestly, has made me a better person. Thanks, Peter and Dave. <laughs> I love the uh, I love Haim making you a better person. That's yeah. great. Um, that's it. So thanks for leaving your review. If you want to leave a review for future episodes, it's very, very easy. Mm. Go to listentobrunch.com slash review. And we'll Boom. send it to you. 